and welcome to Women in Confidence with Vanessa Murphy, the podcast that discusses all things to do with confidence at work. This is a podcast for women who want to know more about where their confidence supports them and where it can let them down in their careers. I'm your host, Vanessa Murphy, confidence coach, HR expert and podcaster. Every fortnight, this podcast will introduce you to women who have interesting stories to tell around confidence. Through their stories, you will realise that even women who appear to have it all have had confidence wobbles. But by listening to them, you will take away what they do to remain top of the confidence game. I'm so fortunate through this podcast to meet and introduce you to so many incredible women. And my guest this week is no exception. Georgina Jehenna Sanchez is a journalist, entrepreneur, and has worked across diverse corporate media platforms for more than 17 years including marketing agencies, magazines, websites, and online platforms. She's also founded a publishing house where she created and sold online personal books for kids. Today, Georgina is a brand strategist and works with service-based female entrepreneurs around the world. She helps them create a solid brand foundation and a strong message so that they can grow their audience and build a successful brand while they do what they love. She says... I believe that each person is unique, and so is your brand. I'm here to help you tell your story and share it with the world. Georgina was born in Buenos Aires and has lived in France, Spain, and now resides in Malaysia. She loves spending her free time discovering Asian culture with her three kids and husband. She also loves baking gluten-free cakes and enjoys her daily meditations in her tropical garden. Sounds idyllic. Hi, Georgina. How are you? Hi, Vanessa. So glad to be talking with you today. Yeah, so I'm joined by Georgina today on the Women in Confidence podcast, and we've got a lot to cover, so we better get on with it. But I should also say that Georgina is currently in Malaysia. So I raise that in most of my podcasts because I want people to sort of appreciate the global nature of women in confidence. And it isn't just about one nation. It's about lots of nations and women living all over the world. So how is Malaysia today? Well, finally moving uh, forward, I I think our borders will open in January. So yeah, that's uh, great news <laughs> that we are able to to have visits and people to to come and visit us. <laughs> yeah. Hurrah! Yeah. Hurrah! Um, yeah. Right. I ask this question of all my guests that come on the podcast, and it's particularly around confidence. So I want you to just tell me what do you think confidence is, and and what is what is it confidence in women? What's so special about that? Well, I think that confidence is what helps us move forward, right? And to and to grow and to and to do uncomfortable things because also creating a business and uh, it's not that easy. I'm not saying that it's difficult, but sometimes we need to yeah to do things that we we, we need to get out of our comfort zone. And, uh, and especially in terms of branding and marketing, it's all related to, to understand more and to have this clarity on who we are and who do we serve and what do we do. So the more clarity we have, the more, yeah, the more we can understand this. I think this is key to be more confident and, and put ourselves out there and help more people. And how much clarity do you think you have about yourself? Oh, about myself. Well, this is a work in progress. 
<laughs> so I think that each time we are, uh, I'm facing a new um, project, a new, let's say, yeah, a new client, a new task in my business. Um, well, I need to make a revision of where I am. What do I need? If I need help, you know, go and find it. I mean, um, I think there is a relationship with with specifically how how much we know ourselves, and uh, and then if there is the need, we'll ask for help and uh, try to find a solution to to our struggles or where do we feel stuck. So as a brand and marketing strategist, what do you help your clients with? Who do you serve and and how do you help them? Well, my clients, mostly they are women and they are um, around the world. They are international women and they sell online, they sell services. So basically, I help them create a plan and a strategy so that they um, a little bit related with what I was saying before, so that they can understand more who do they serve and how they can reach a bigger audience, and also how to craft a message that connects with this audience. So most most of us who we are selling online and we sell services, well, there's something that we want to help other people. We want to give something back. Uh, or from our own experience in the past, maybe in another early stage, or something that we've become experts in, and uh, and well, that's why the idea of creating a plan is to understand exactly what are the steps we need to take to to do things in an organic way, in a way that it's confident, that we feel more confident, and that we. We have that clarity of how to move and what steps we need to take to to move forward. So the idea of being a brand, particularly if you're a solopreneur, is quite new to me. Um, Particularly, I suppose, now I'm moving into my own business and I've got this podcast. Why is it important for female entrepreneurs who do sell online to have a brand? Well, because this is what helps other people understand who we are, why we are different, and how can we help them. If we don't have a brand, our message is not clear. And when we don't have clarity, we can't communicate. So that is why it's very, very important to have one one main message. And when we are small business owners, we need to define that main message and to have um, one item one main idea and this main idea is the one we need to put it out there i i think that in your case this is fantastic because confidence is your main idea and this is what you are talking about and all the time from different perspectives but this is what defines you you talk about confidence and and this is one of the things when we as small business owners we need to work on this so that people let's say google people and uh, you know uh, hashtags or keywords everything is related so when someone is looking for us um the more clear we are on our message and and uh, if we can put these words that define us um in a consistent way uh, well they will find us 
So, and so outside of pure brand and marketing, in what ways do you help your clients with their confidence? Well, understanding who you are. So we, I really do a very deep work um, defining who is their audience, what exactly they are offering, where are they, what kind of business they want to create. You know, some people, they want to create something small. Some people, they want to create a huge company. Some of them, they are happy with working part-time. Some of them, they want this to become a multinational. So really depends on what you want to create and what makes sense to you. So then we put everything together. Um, it's like a puzzle. So we try to, to understand what do we want and then to put all the pieces together so that we can create a plan and uh, reach our goals. And how much of the work you do is based on values and personal values? Oh, 100%. We, I, one of my, my first session, we talk about values because this is what will make you different. Your values are very unique to you and also they are related to who you are and what you think it's important. So, in, and we as personal brands, we need to connect with people that share our values no matter what they are but that we are sharing and that we have something similar so that's how we connect if i am talking i don't know if for me i i don't know my my values are to be um, ecologic and uh, sustainable and um, let's say plastic free for instance and these are my values well I need to put them out there I need to talk about this so that people that share those values they will be attracted to me um, I don't know if if this makes sense yeah it does with values though I wonder how many people actually know how to really understand their values I mean how can you help our listeners understand how to to understand their values and how to set those out and then what to do with them yes I think that it's important when we for instance one exercise is to take um take pay, pay attention to the brands we like so choose three for instance and take a look at why are they special for you and if you can think what are those values so once we identify what are the values that are important for us in those brands, well, maybe we can think, oh, what is important for me? So, and then start talking about those values and making a connection with what we do. Um, for me, for instance, my values are um, being international, honesty, um, trust, confidence, because this is what the relationship I need to create. I have with my clients. I work only one-to-one and this is very important so that we can work together as a team and create the brand that they are looking for. Mm. Well, one of your values you said was about being international and I'd say you tick that box in many ways because you're originally from Argentina. Um, But um, when was the last time you actually lived in Argentina? Oh, it's been like, I don't know, 15 years. My husband, he's French. I met him met him in Argentina and then we went to France and then to Spain where I spent last, my last yeah, 13, 14 years. And then we've been here in Malaysia for the last two years. 
So, well, a little bit more, maybe 16 years, something like that. Mm. <laughs> Have to do the math. <laughs> and so English is your third language, is that correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. I, I do speak French and uh, and Spanish. Yeah, I'm always impressed by people who can speak lots of languages. I think speaking English, you just become very lazy um, as your first language. So <laughs> I'm my hat off to you. I should say, just before... We came on recording. I was listening to your podcast oh. in Spanish, um, which is called Fabulosas. Yeah. Um, and whilst I don't understand a word of Spanish, I was determined to get through <laughs> a couple of episodes of it. So, yeah, it sounds amazing. Maybe I should learn Spanish uh, and then it would, uh, it would make a lot more sense to me. Right. So let's get back to um, your current role. How did you get into being a brand and marketing strategist? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a journalist and I've been working in different medias. Um, I've been an editor-in-chief of magazines and then websites and then radio and agencies. And then when we moved, I had my, yeah, we moved to France and then to Spain. I, I did an MBA and I launched a publishing house. These were books for, for kids. I was working from home. My kids, they were very young. And my own experience of being a solopreneur, uh, being alone, being in another country, no family, small kids, and um, and trying to figure out how I wanted to, yeah, go back to my professional life, and I I struggled a lot. I I had lack of clarity. I was feeling lonely, uh, and um, I didn't have the vision. I didn't have a plan. So. I, I really suffered a lot, to be honest, although my business was profitable, um, but I, I struggled a lot. So after my own experience, I, I decided that I could put everything together because I, I never did like a, uh, I mean, I, I did different things in communication. And, and that at the moment, it was something that I was struggling as well because I, I, I didn't have a career very, you know, like... Uh, one main I, I i i wasn't writing uh, i don't know about tourism yeah so i've done a lot of different things and um in an organic way also when i was with my publishing yeah business a lot of people started coming to me and uh, and asking for help and support so i said well maybe this is what i can do i maybe i can help others that are also struggling or they need clarity or they need support. And that's why I, I decided to put everything together and to, to help other female entrepreneurs uh, with their marketing and branding. And when you were running your publishing house, how much help did you seek from others? Oh, I did a lot of, I asked a lot for help, but I didn't ask for someone to help me with a plan. So I asked, for instance, I hired someone for social media. I hired someone to do ads at the moment. I hired someone to, I had an intern. I, what else? I, yeah, I had someone to help me with the PR in the UK and and uh, but of course, I was doing everything and nothing. So I, I think that this is, um, you know, this was my main problem. I, I was doing taking decisions and, uh, you know, feeling I was drowning and I didn't know what to do exactly. So, um, yeah, I didn't have a plan. Mm. And when did you step away from that role and, and close the business down? 
Oh, this was three years ago. And at the same time, I, well, my husband, he, he had already this idea of moving. So that pushed me a little, that pushed me to, to decide to close. And uh, it was very hard for me because it was like my baby. And I, I did put a lot of energy and uh, invested a lot also time and money. But I, I decided I wanted to work in a different way. I wanted to to help women and to yeah, to connect with people. And what did you learn? What were your key learnings from that time when you were running your publishing house? My key learnings. Um, I think I I I wanted I worked as as as, as if I was in a big company and I was a small you know, I was a small entrepreneur. So I'm not saying that we don't need to aim for quality and excellence, but with the right scale. So, and also I didn't test. For instance, when I launched my books in the US, I was living in Spain. So for me, it was very difficult, the shipping and everything. And I didn't test. So I started doing marketing and, and communication, but I, I didn't have the testing of the product. So now this is what I, I, I advise my clients you know, to do. Test and pre-validate before you're doing anything. Because if not, you're blind. You don't know exactly Um what are they looking for? What are they? What are their needs? You know. Um, so yes, I think that these are the main things I learned. But it can be when you're sort of consumed by your business, you're sort of quite blinkered to what's going on. I mean, how much? How do you advise your clients when they are so consumed by the business they can't see clearly enough? what they need to do how do you can you give us some idea of how you would help your clients there yes well my suggestion is to stop everything don't do anything just stop let's plan let's take a deeper look and then let's take the right decisions because sometimes we are so consumed in in our daily tasks and what we need to do and we are in a hurry and we need to do and the list is always you know, my list is like, I don't know how many things I need to do and I want to do. And, uh, but yeah, how is it when we, we can't see like the forest, right? I mean, like, uh, no, how is it when we say like... Uh, the wood for the trees. Totally. So, um, yes, this is what I I think. And, and that's why I, I believe that it's so important to, uh, to, to make a stop. Like when you do a retreat or something like this, you need to have some mind space to understand and think things differently. So you allow your clients or you guide your clients into that headspace and that quiet time to yes. really reflect. Yes, yes. I meet once a week. So they have one week to think. No, I mean, it's a three-month program. So it's a long-term mm. um, process. And what now you've had your publishing house and you learned a lot of lessons from that, how is your current business different? How do you operate it differently so that you don't feel lonely, confused? You, ca- you can see the wood for the trees. Totally. So first I have a plan. I have a plan, a plan. And now I'm re- rethinking my plan for next year. And I think December is such a great moment to do this also. And I've got a coach as well. I'm not alone. So I, this is my third coach I'm having. So 
I think this is very important for us working alone to have support and help and yeah, guidance. And also I'm meeting with like-minded people. So um, working with other and meeting with, um, I've got masterminds. I meet with some women in Singapore um, and putting myself out there. And this is also what I suggest, you know, to meet with other people, to talk, to exchange, to share things, because being alone, it's very difficult and we lose sight. So I think working with others, connecting, changing ideas, you know, it takes us to another level of energy, of ideas, of exchange. You don't feel alone. I mean, not that much. You understand that other people are going through similar things that you are. You can take ideas. You can learn from others. So this is very important. You talked about having a plan for your business. Help as help visualize that. What is what is your plan? How is it set up? Is it is it a vision board? Is it how how have you gone about creating oh, your plan? Yes, normally um, I like the vision boards. I love vision boards. They are amazing and fantastic. Yeah, tool. I, I normally what I do right now um, is uh, because I I have a little. Yeah, I know a little bit who do I want to target and uh, who do I want to serve and where uh, where they are. So my plan goes from retro engineering from one year to now. So what are the big events that are going to happen in next year? Um, what I would like to do each month, uh, if I'd like to, uh, in terms of visibility, of connection, if I am going to launch, what, where are going to be my launches, um, you know, um, if I am going to uh, collaborate with other people, if I am going to create an event, what I'm, what I would like to do, and then from there uh, start uh, understanding what are the steps to, to that I need to take to reach those goals. And do you set financial goals? I mean, how confident are you with finance and money and talking about money and how much you want to earn in a year? Yes, I, I, this is my third year. So yeah, yesterday it was the day that I took a, a look at my numbers. And uh, yes, I do, I do have my financial goals uh, for next year. And I, and then, well, because everything is related, right? We, our offer, our, and how are we going to scale it to reach our financial goals? So um, sometimes this means that we maybe we need to tweak our offer. Uh, we need to make some changes. Uh, but it's very important to see what um, makes sense, what did work last year, what or this year, what didn't work, and what would you, we like to do next year? Yeah. I'm going to go back to something you said. You said, I love vision boards. Yes. Do you use them yourself? I, it's been a while, but I think that now starting the new year, it's a fantastic moment to put everything together. So I think the last time I did it was like maybe one year and a half ago. But with my clients, this is the first thing I ask them uh, to do, to create a vision board of what do they 
what is their business and what is their brand, what are their vibes? Because sometimes it's very difficult to to understand from <laughs> from the thought, right? So visuals help us a lot. You know, sometimes it's easier to pick up a picture. Yeah, yeah, I like this, and then we go from there and we. What is the vibe of your brand? What is the tone of your message? Uh, how, do, I, I don't know, are you funny? Are you uh, serious? Are you modern? Are you exclusive? Are you luxury? Are you accessible? Are you, you know, what are you and how do you want your brand to be? So during the process of your clients working with you, you say it's a three month program. That seems fairly intense to me is that the um the intention is it to make it intense or is it to tell me more about this three-month program what what do you cover and how deep can you go yes I go really deep and it is intense and um we go from from understanding I I do go a little bit into the business because I I, we can't communicate our message if we don't take a look at your offer or at your business. Um, I don't go into finances, of course, of course, but I we need to understand what are we offering, if it makes sense, if this is what people are looking for, and this is what we want to do, you know. And, and then uh, understanding how are we going to put, what is our main message? Why are we different? What is our main offer? And how are we going to put that message out there? So this, it's like communication, how I'm going to put my message in the world. And then what happens when clients or people arrive to our world? What happens afterwards what are the touch points that we're going to have with them so that we can propose an offer because you know working communicating and uh, selling it's also creating long-term relationships so everything it's like i like the parallelism with 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 a couple you know when when you meet someone they like you uh, and then they like us, so they they arrive to our world, and then they connect a little bit deeper. So they trust us, and then when the right time arrives, well, maybe they buy. Mm-hmm. So this is why we need to create um, a process, a funnel, a structure from the moment that they arrive to our world until the moment they buy, and maybe they can buy later. Let's take um, a little slight turn. Let's talk about just you rather than your business. How confident do you think you are? Oh, what a question. Sometimes I, I am very high and sometimes I am very down. So I, I try to, to do, um, yesterday I had this message of my coach. So I, I try to do myself uh, inner work. Uh, I try to think and go again to my why, why I'm doing what I'm doing, uh, why this is important to me, why do I need... Because we, we all have difficult moments and difficult times. And, um, and there are moments where we... Maybe I want to say, I quit, you know, I, I don't do this anymore. But then there is something that that it's bigger and there is an idea behind what I do that moves me yeah to to continue although maybe it's not easy for me um now i'm i'm working in english as well and maybe 
I mean, it's more easy to work in Spanish, but these are things and decisions I am taking to, to, yeah, to help more people and to reach a bigger audience. And, uh, and sometimes this, this, yeah, we need to do things that are uncomfortable to grow and, uh, and to become a better version of who we are. When was the last mm. time you felt uncomfortable? Oh, yesterday. <laughs> yesterday, I was like, I can't do this. I, I, I feel, I'm feeling uncomfortable. I, 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 I don't know how to. Um, and then boundaries, of course, you know, having our own business. And uh, yeah, and we are working with people and we have our time. So depending on, on what is important to you and I don't know, how many hours do you want to work and what kind of business model do you want? You know, um, do you want quantity and lower price or do you want quality? And, you know, what do you want exactly? Mm-hmm. So, and what's your dream? So we always start from there to what you want to do and then create um, an offer and a concept and a brand that it goes around that. What's your dream for your business, Georgina JS? What's your (laughs) aspiration? Oh, yes. I would like to have a team. I would love to have a team of two or three. Now I've got an intern and someone who is helping me with social media, but I would love to have a team of two or three. and, And yes, and to reach more people and to to help them you know because the change is impressive i mean um when i work with my clients the results are fantastic they double their sales and they they are more confident and of course this is a long term <laughs> run let's say it's not something we we solve in in 3 months right but from it's a good timing to to Make a stop, create a plan, create a strategy, and then from there, of course, then we need to 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 turn that into action, right? And um, and to do things in another way. So hopefully, by being on this podcast, you are you personally are reaching a wider audience. How can people find you if they want to get in touch with you, Georgina? Okay, thank you. So they can go to georginajs.com on Instagram or on the web. And if they have questions or comments, I would lo- I am happy to answer them and to give my feedback. So happy to help. Thank you. So just in the last few minutes of the podcast, and I ask this of all my guests, what's one piece of advice you can offer women who perhaps are feeling underconfident, maybe about their brand, maybe about their business? What's one piece of advice you can give them? I would say go back to your why and try to think why you started. Why is this important to you? And how are you going to do to create a plan, create a plan to reach those goals? And maybe the plan, it can change. Maybe you can do some tweaks, uh, but have something that that will help you to take the right steps uh, into your dream. Lovely. Thank you so much. And thank you for being on the podcast today. Um, it's been a pleasure um, talking to you um, and I hope you've enjoyed it. Thank you so much for inviting me. And it was such a pleasure to meet you. Thank you so much for listening to Women in Confidence and I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, then please like it, share it, comment on it, and if you want to, sponsor it. If you'd like to take part in my podcast or know somebody who would make a perfect guest, 
then please email me on contact at vanessa-murphy.com. That's contact at vanessa-murphy.com. Until next time. Thank you.